You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Delighted to say, because it is the final Wednesday of the month, it means uh, that it's can time. Uh, and I'd like to say that uh, Hannah Reese from Community Action Network is with me uh, this morning. Uh, happy, happy February. It's lovely to be here again, and it literally feels like five minutes. It was so five February minutes ago. was crazily short. Absolutely. Always is. Always seems to be a bit of a surprise as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, Community Action Network, every single month here on Community Now, uh, we uh, feature the work of uh, the CAN and also uh, announce uh, the community hero in the spotlight uh, for the month as well. We'll be talking about who M- March's community hero is going to be in a little while. But before we do that, Hannah, a bit of an update, stuff going on with CAN um, this month and upcoming events that are, are on the way a couple of bits and pieces um to talk about but um i guess an exciting thing over the years um with the with covid and everything else of restricting people meeting face to face and everything like that um one of your uh, volunteer drop-in sessions um is coming up uh, very shortly tell us about that a sort of uh, almost like a new thing as well in terms of face-to-face stuff it is thank you we um help people to find voluntary roles that will suit them and the way we do that uh, and as Dan said we can now meet face to face is to have a chat so we are inviting people to drop into local libraries on certain days and times I'll give the information in a moment to chat to our wonderful volunteer hub team because you might be surprised at the range of volunteer roles out there. Yeah, so in a nutshell, people haven't heard the can on Community Now before and they have no idea what the Community Action Network is. What is it? We're a local charity supporting charities and community groups across Bournemouth, Christchurch, Paul and Dorset. We've got a wonderful team and we can provide so much help and support. The volunteering I'll talk about in a moment is one branch. The team I'm in is called Connecting Communities and I love to find out what charities and other groups are doing, how they're supporting the local community and how CAN can support them because one um, part of our team we've got some special advisors who can tell groups everything they need to know about how to set up mm. and how to run and how to be legal all those really important mm. things um and that's all free for can members fantastic so um in terms of uh, the, the pub people listening in today i mean the the power of volunteering uh, never uh, been so uh, more appreciated maybe or, or recognized in the past um couple of years uh, so people listening this morning maybe um they looking to volunteer themselves that's what can facilitate linking up with those charities and organizations as well and that's what one of these drop-in sessions um is all about so um you were saying off air sometimes people would think of volunteering for maybe a charity or an organization is often i don't know taking stock in a in a charity shop or something or or in charge of the till in a in a charity shop on on the high street but um much more varied than that isn't it it certainly is i i had a look at the roles that are up at the moment and um there are some amazing roles that for Pavilion Dance Southwest mm. would love volunteers to come and join in with their dance classes for people with Parkinson's. Right. They have a cup of tea and a chat. 
It's all to do with coordination and lots and lots of fun. Who'd have thought that that yeah. would be a volunteer role? But, um, you know, it, it, and people can find all the information on our website or at the drop-in sessions. Uh, and Pavilion Dance Southwest have given us the information about the role and then we'll put you in touch with them to find out if it's going to be a good fit for you. Yeah, what about some of the other? What are some other roles do you see that, that, that pop up that people could be interested in? Win on Waste are a charity... Um, who run nine sessions across the the whole of the county where you literally bring your junk that can't you're not sure which bin to put it in and I know we're reticent about landfill Mm. so you can take along stuff and they will take it in and they will use it to raise money for other charities it is incredible I've learned so much recently it's not all of your junk um every session is advertised on their website and a very clear list Mm -hmm. about what they will accept and who the money goes to Mm. so for example toothpaste tubes Mm. and used toothbrushes can raise money for win on waste used pens can raise money for a brain a brain tumor child's fund i mean why would you put it in the bin wow when money can be used. So I don't know how. <laughs> OK, well, that was my That's next question. Magic. I won't ask That's you that. That's on waste's yeah. magic secret. But Pringles tubes can't go in your recycling. No, they can't. Yeah, really. The, We've the, all the, been the worst, doing it. worst offender, I think, at Pringles. There's three or four different materials that make up Pringles tubes, apparently. Exactly. And what we do is we squash them if yeah. you've not... They squash them if you've not squashed them and um, take them in and it doesn't go into landfill, which is just Brilliant. miraculous brilliant okay so this drop-in session t- tell people yeah. how they can they can find these drop-in sessions where they're going to be they they will be i was i was going to say the win on waste role is to to take to take the the items in and um, okay and help to sort them but yes our team will be at southbourne library on the 16th of march in the morning paul library on the 25th of april in the afternoon christchurch library on the 20th of june also in the afternoon. Now, that's all on our website, mm. and that's updated all the time. Okay, that's... No appointment, that's what drop-in oh, means, great, to great. just go in there as part of your, your visit into town, and um, you may find something that will just help you to help others. That's brilliant. Those dates and those, those locations listed at cam100.org, isn't Thank it, the you. website? Yes, remember, it's stuck in my <laughs> brain somewhere. Um, as well as these drop-in sessions, you want to talk about the Wellbeing Collaborative as I well. I do. They've got volunteer roles as well. So this would actually be an opportunity to volunteer for for CAN. Um, The the Wellbeing Collaborative are funded by the NHS and the Council and offer the public, members of the public, the chance to go and find out what is around for them. Mm. It could be that people are lonely. It could be that people have just come out of hospital and need some extra support to keep them at home. Um, It could be that they're looking for a group to join Mm. and people can come along to our regular sessions, talk to one of our part... Oh, I think they're called partnership... Pathfinder... Oh, heck, now I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) Talk to our lovely team. Team, yeah. And find out about, um, yeah, the the opportunities out there because charities can't always afford to advertise. So we can help people get find the right charity. And there's a volunteer role there where you can come and be at one of what we're calling the information stations, which I love. Um, and they, they, are lo- they are regular and um, people can come and just drop in again. Shall I give the dates? You can give the dates, yeah. Castle Point Library every Monday. Christchurch Library every Tuesday. Paul Library every Thursday. Boscombe Library every Friday. So the times are 
on the website they and they're just there waiting for you to come and, and connect and it could be that you want to help a neighbor or a family member or it could be for you so just come along and have a chat and find out what's going on. Yeah, we see especially at the moment, even in the news today, uh, apparently um, that they reckon about 60,000 adults with disabilities um, or long-term um, sickness are being, uh, slightly off topic, being pursued uh, for debts for their for their social home care um, as well in a la- last year and the, the pressure of um, cost of living um, and everything like that. There's, there's not always a, a solution that's going to be offered by these um, by every organisation that we see here, but the social aspect um, of of these charities and stuff like Wellbeing Collaborative just more vital than it's ever been, really. Especially if people have got those worries um, on top of everything else. Exactly, and, and just to clarify, Wellbeing means that you're feeling happy in mm. yourself at this moment in your life, and that can impact every aspect of your life. Your your employment status, your family life, your physical health, as well as your mental health. Um, and so the whole taking the whole approach of you as a human and, and all your needs mm. is something that we're now able to offer. challenge you to name a song that's more 90s than that one you, you will fail because there there isn't um a one um is there hannah are you in agreement with that I, th- I think Loved maybe it. i think maybe three lions you know oh, yeah. gonna, maybe <laughs> maybe on the, on the on the level of how 90s is, but yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's definitely up there um at the top um yeah you're listening to community now um here on hope fm where we're featuring um the work of the community action network we're about to announce who the community hero in the spotlight is for the month of march but before we do that hannah because there was a couple of dates thrown around there for both the well-being collaborative and also those drop-in sessions for new uh, volunteers where can people find that um information of those dates and those locations again www.cam100.org or you can ring the lovely monica in our hq on 01202 466 130 or dan's kindly said you can give hope fm a, a holler if you um if, yeah if, absolutely if that's more, more suitable while we're, while we're on the uh, on air today um on wednesday or d- during the breakfast shows and all that we've got all the information here we're happy to to, to pass on um to okay it's that time then hannah let me play this Because it's nice to give ceremony to things sometimes, isn't it? Totally. Absolutely. Lovely fanfare there. Um, who is the Community Action Network's community hero in the spotlight for the month of March 2023, to give it its full title? Said Cat. Said Cat. Fantastic. And I'm delighted to say. Uh, also joining us in the studio today is Natasha McAllister, Chief Officer um, at Said Cat. Uh, good morning, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. It's not your first time here on Hope FM. No, this is the second time I have been on i was here in um december 2021 okay uh when i first only just started in the role so it's um a lot's happened in 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 the in the year that i've been in this post Mm. um a lot of exciting stuff uh and i really feel so privileged to be part of a charity and working in an organization that is doing so much for the community fantastic so um yes congratulations on being the spotlight hero (laughs) before we get into it what is said cat 
So SEDCAT is actually shortened for South East Dorset Community Accessible Transport. So a bit of a mouthful, mm. but uh, shortened to SEDCAT. We are uh, also called the Bat Bus, which is Bournemouth Accessible Transport. You'll see our vehicles driving around, yeah. uh, our minibuses and our MPV hospital hop vans. Yeah, nicely coloured buses. <laughs> I always see the, the purple ones when I have ever, because we're, we're based here behind <laughs> Castle Point here at Hope FM. Whenever I have to go and do my shopping at, at Sainsbury's on the way home or something, I always see in Sedcat uh, vans and minibuses um, around. So if you, you like me, uh, you're seeing these Sedcat vans around. Not sh- quite sure what they're doing. Stay tuned because you will find out um, all about it. Um, so... It's for the month of March that you get the Community Hero Spotlight during uh, the month of March. On March 16th, to be precise, it's Disabled Access Day. Tell us about that day. Well, if you think about somebody who cannot access public transport, someone with mobility issues, someone who doesn't have a friend or family member to take them to a hospital or, or a shopping, it's um, it's huge. There is just... Not enough transport, mm. you know, to help people who are in wheelchairs who 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 need to get get out and about. So, Disabled Access Day really is about being able to access, you know, those, getting out into yeah. the community and those those services in particular that are so so important um, as well. And, and every area around the country has its issues with with access and BCP um, and certain uh, places in BCP and the public services uh, are no different. We see we won't get into it, but it's, it, it's, whether it's issues with Pokesdale Station or whether it's issues with lifts at uh, Paul Library, um, the, we're, we're never too far away from seeing a story where um, people are unable um, to access um, some bits. So so Sedcat is there. Um, to try and provide um, access, really, and, and transport to um, not only get to important appointments um, like uh, doctors and, and hospital appointments, there's a real social element um, to it um, as well, which we'll get into uh, very, very um, shortly. But just give us a bit of a background. I mean, you said you started work at Sedcat in 2021, wasn't it? That was bang in the middle of a rather hectic time um, in this country um, and, and around the world. Uh, what changes have happened? What's been the growth of Sedcat? over that time? Well, uh, when I started, we were only operating within postcodes BH1 to 11, mm-hmm. and uh, our focus last year... So is that, year, is that, is that mostly the Bournemouth then? Bournemouth area, yeah. yeah. Uh, offering our services to Bournemouth residents. Uh, our focus in 2022 was to move into, into the pool area and mm-hmm. offer our very much needed services for getting to hospital and medical appointments, um, as well as... Um, providing access and transport to uh, get people out and about. So SEDCAT's purpose is to get people out of social isolation and loneliness and and connected within the community. So really, we were um, sort of approached by the the local social prescribers. So every GP surgery has a social prescriber which would link uh, the communities uh, with charities and other associations who can provide support and um, help, not just medical. So so these when people go to the GPs and stuff, if they're, they're they need services such as SEDCATs of the social uh, prescribers, as, as the clue is in the name, uh, prescribing a social solution. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, we, you know, SEDCATs sit on various uh, link worker and social prescriber forums. And there was just the, the need came up time and time again for uh, a 
social outings for pool residents to reconnect with one another. So we started our pool lunch outings providing transport to, to residents within postcodes BH1 to 18. And that has just flourished. We are just inundated with calls to get people connected in the community. We initially have only been started with just running um, every two weeks, but I think we're going to be looking at running a, a, a weekly outing. So, so before you moved into Paul, then I think that moving to Christchurch, those sort of postcodes as well, potentially in the future too. That, that, that starting starting absolutely happen. was there was there not an equivalent really um, uh, for Paul and Christchurch before like this? The only transport that is available, um, accessible transport, is uh, the dialer bus services mm. in the pool area, which offers uh, transport to to get you out shopping. But um, there there is nothing else like. Um, like this in, in the community. So very importantly, getting people to their medical and healthcare appointments. Uh, you know, if you can't, if you can't access transport to get to your medical or hospital appointment, your health declines and, you know, there's long-term health issues. Well, the, 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 pre- the pressure on um, the NHS is well-known well and, and with GPs as well. Every time you go to like a GP appointment, they've got big signs on the wall talking about um, DNAs did not attend appointments. They Absolutely. talk about uh, percentages of missed appointments and how that relates in terms of number of hours missed and, and the cost yeah. to, to the NHS as well. But there is a direct link between the work of SEDCAT then uh, getting people to their appointments and the reduction in these uh, did not attends. Absolutely. No, that, that is absolutely right. Uh, I mean, there's some staggering stats uh, around with uh, the, the quantifying the amount uh, that's lost by the NHS uh, with, with the do not, did not mm. attends. So we really, uh, that side of things has really grown on our side. I mean, we, we've gone from having one driver and one vehicle available a day taking people to medical and hospital appointments to needing three, three mm. drivers, uh, three vehicles. So that side of things has really just taken off and, and you can see the need in the community. You can count on me because I can't count on you. Yes, Bruno Mars, count on me. Definitely count on um, a SEDCAT, the community action here in the spotlight for the month um, of March. SEDCAT, South East Dorset Community Accessible Transport. Have I got that right? Absolutely, yeah, you got it right. Because I read it off the screen there. I, uh, I googled it. There we go. Um, yes, Sedcat. Uh, we've got Natasha from Sedcat um, here to talk about um, the, the work that they do. Already heard about um, the impact it's having on people's lives, getting to um, hospital and medical appointments. The impact it's had on the do not attend to things that we uh, often see about um, within our um, own NHS. The positive impact it's having on that. Um, but it's not just about um, the convenience, like the shopping, shopping trips, get those medical appointments. There's a real social side to. Um, Cat and what you offer people um, as well, isn't there? Absolutely. So we are really also trying to get the community together. <clears throat> After the pandemic, people have been so socially isolated and lonely, you know, for almost two and a half, three years. Um, you know, people have been cooped up, um, scared to come out of their homes. So it's really about reconnecting the community and getting them, uh, providing opportunities and and. and um, transport so that people can socially interact with one another. So we uh, set have preset destinations. So every three months we have a, a, a schedule where we run uh, lunch outings on a, a Monday, mm. Wednesday, and Thursdays uh, to different destinations for different uh, 
uh, postcodes, and um, it's it's about provide, creating a platform for people to get together and meet one another. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is what um, yeah what what we do. We also do our uh, daily shopping outings. So again, getting people together so they can go shopping, mm-hmm. meeting other people, go and have a coffee break, uh, go and have some tea and cake. So, so if, if someone's listening here um, and needed um, services like you provide at SEDCAT, then what, what would be a typical um, a process of thinking, okay, I, I, I would like to be involved in the social side or the, for a shopping trip to go to Castle Point or, or wherever to do my shopping. Um, what does that look like then? Are they picked up from a specific location, from their home? How many people are on the bus? Is it just one yeah. person on the bus? What does it look like? So... You would call us the day before to book your space uh, on on that shopping outing mm-hmm. for the following day, and uh, we then come and collect you from your home with all our accessible buses. Our drivers, if you are um, a wheelchair user, our driver will will take you and and you know put you up in, into the bus. Uh, so all our vehicles are accessible, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you know the, the drivers are there to provide a, a helping hand to get you um, in in and out. Uh, so you know. To use our services, really, you, you you need to become a member with SEDCAT. You can self-refer. You can um, go onto our website uh, and uh, click on the Join Me pad, uh, um, tab and you can uh, join to become a member with SEDCAT. Alternatively, you can also give us a call. Mm-hmm. And um, and we can send you a full membership pack explaining uh, all our different services. Okay, on the, back back to the bus and those trips. Is there, is there provisions for carers as well um, to come yeah, with so people you, too? If, if you need a carer to come with you, the carer can come with you on mm-hmm. on the bus. That's not a problem. Um, uh, you know, if you can if you if you need a carer with you, that's absolutely fine. Okay, brilliant. So you mentioned that SEDCAT is run as a as a membership um, a scheme. Uh, yeah. Then, so people are able to sign up web either um, online or we'll give a telephone number um, uh, shortly as well. I think you're you're actually where's your hub? Where are you actually based as well? Is that at Castle Point? Yeah, we're based at Castle Point. Um, so we are uh, in the underground car mm-hmm. park directly underneath Sainsbury. So we also provide the shop mobility uh, service to Castle right. Point uh, shoppers uh, and we also hire out mobility equipment for anyone that comes to Bournemouth on holiday. Mm-hmm. So oh, great. Or if All right. you've, you've broken a leg or you yeah. you, you you need a mobility scooter uh, we have got that as well uh, and can hire that out. Oh, fantastic. So back to the membership scheme now because there, there is, there is a, there's a cost to, to the membership because uh, obviously providing uh, uh, vans and transport and everything, I mean that that does cost money to be able to uh, provide, especially moving into areas like Paul yeah. Christchurch as well and helping the wider community. Um, what does a membership uh, look like? So the membership fee is, it's a £10 annual membership. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it really is to cover, to cover, you know, our insurances mm-hmm. and, and, and those sort of costs that, that we that we need. I mean, we, we get very little... Um, you know, help from mm-hmm. the government, or so. I mean, we we rely on on grants and um, these membership fees, and and we do charge a very small fee for our our transport just to mm-hmm. for us to be per, ensure per our 
yeah, yeah. to ensure that we are sustainable and, and, and able to provide the service that we mm. do. Excellent. Okay. And then people can find out that information uh, via the SEDCAT website, which is sedcat.org.uk in regards to um, signing up as a member. We'll give telephone numbers and stuff. Not everyone has internet access or easily able to access the internet. So we'll give phone numbers out in a little bit um, as well. Um, But I mean, being in Bournemouth for those Bournemouth postcodes and then looking to move into Paul to to help people there and to Christchurch, um, that's an expansion of SEDCAT, isn't it? And that's going to require people volunteers we yeah. can community action network all about uh, the volunteer sector um and you guys at sedcat um highly reliant on the volunteer drivers as well yeah. um in order to get into those places we Absolutely. need more drivers so i mean we we really we are you know we want to expand our focus this year is to expand into the Christchurch area and of course with that comes you know needing more volunteer drivers because we are growing at such a rapid rate and our membership is growing um, every month we we really we needing and so desperately need uh, volunteer drivers to to come on board so if you're someone who's, who's got a vehicle you're sitting at home uh, you've got a, a clean driving record you can come and drive for us uh, we are totally flexible uh, around your your hours and your time uh, it's it's you know as and when you you have got time to to volunteer with us so we work around we don't have set days uh, we give you a call and say, "Are oh, you available to drive and take take someone to to a hospital or medical appointment?" Uh, so we really work around our um, our volunteers' time uh, and, and ensure there is flexibility in in, in our roles. Um, and I mean, you know, being a volunteer driver, you you get to meet really wonderful people in the community. Um, I mean, I, I do I do a few drives every now and then if we're really stuck, mm. and I absolutely love it. I love being with with our service users and engaging with them, hearing about their lives and and you know where they've come from. It it really is fantastic to be able to connect with with the community, and um, you really are doing um, you know uh, making a difference in the community by by helping someone get to to a, a medical or self care appointment. Sorry to put you on the spot. Now, how many how many volunteer drivers have you cur- have you currently got um, on the books? Then we've got about sixteen volunteer drivers mm-hmm. uh, currently on our on our books. I mean, pre pandemic we had uh, over twenty five drivers. Wow. So okay. we, you know we lost a lot of drivers mm-hmm. through the pandemic, but we are on a on a drive at the, the at the moment to to increase those those drivers again. Lovely stuff there. Rachel Platten and a better place as chosen by our guest on Community Now this morning, Natasha McAllister, our Chief Officer at SEDCAT, who are um, Community Action Network's Community Hero in the Spotlight for the month of March 2023. The full title. Good stuff. Um, (laughs) One thing I forgot to mention before, and I think it's important to clarify here, we're talking about um, obviously volunteer drivers to drive the minibuses and the transport to get people to their appointments and for the social side of things. But you also do community car trips as well. Those are uh, volunteer drivers with their with their own private cars as well for one-on-one appointments and stuff like that yeah 
Yeah, so uh, our social car scheme is uh, is led by our volunteers and volunteer drivers. So, th- you know, we we link up people, uh, you know, <clears throat> with with our drivers that that are closest to them, <clears throat> and they will then take them to their mm. self care or or medical appointment. And that's all. That's all under the the SEDCAP membership. Yeah. There, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep, sorry, that was on my list to ask on the, la- on the last part. I completely forgot. But um, yes, um, so it's not just the driving the minibuses, those private cars, it's community car trips as well. So vital um, as well, because I guess you don't want a full minibus for the people taking one person to a, a, to, to a, to a single to a single appointment, having an audience. That'd be a bit strange. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, uh, your c- community action networks um, here in the spotlight. I'll reiterate that again. Um we're going to bring back in um, Hannah Reese now because we've been talking about that that real volunteer drive, literally um, a volunteer drive um, for said cat. Um, and I mean, get, guess with your work in partnership with Can, it sort of opened doors up to many other organisations, charities as well that you you've partnered um, with. Who are who are some of those uh, charities and organisations that yes. through Can you've been able to partner with? Absolutely. So, I mean, I really can have been a, a pillar of support to to me coming into this role, um, coming from South Africa, not knowing any anyone in any the, the, you know other charities in the area. So, can have really been a huge support to me. Um, uh, I attend uh, monthly uh, networking. Uh, forums where other charities in the, in the different areas get together and uh, through that have uh, collaborated with, with nine other charities last year uh, providing transport services for them. Some of them are Dorset Blind Association, uh, My Time Young Carers, we've got BCP Young Carers, uh, Abbeyfield Wessex is a, a, another one. Uh, so many different charities that we are collaborating with uh, and providing transport for, and that is all due to CAN. Okay, you mentioned there that those um, networking forums. Then, um, so Hannah, tell us about these um, networking forums. You got any on the any on the books and the calendar coming up, putting on the spot uh, on you the spot are. right we now? Have, I lead about ten networks, um, and they're growing all the time. These are virtual mm. in the in the majority because we've just taken feedback that people can come to the meeting there's mm. no cost and that it's yeah. it's better on their time natasha um is a is a wonderful regular on the networks which i take to heart <laughs> we have networks for these are for charities and groups supporting older people mm. people with disabilities we have one for early years men's support groups etc and charities can choose which ones they want to come mm. to and come to to one or more because every time you meet other charities and not-for-profits who've come mm. along you tell each other what you do mm. and beautiful things happen yeah like said cat being able to help dorset blind who really struggle with pickups sometimes sure. charities report it's wonderful to be able to go to an event mm. but if you have a pickup at a central location the person's got to get from home sure. to that central location and it's sort of it's thinking it's joining all of the dots from from home mm. to location and home again, which makes people much more confident about going out and much more able to go out. Yeah, in the, in the same way that the people themselves can't always work in isolation, these charities and organisations too, just a perfect way of being able to, they're, they're struggling for a certain need. Hey, you've got the rest of the, the network there, the, the volunteer exactly. sector there to help. Yeah, yeah it's all, all on our website. It's free for all of our members, which is also free. Mm. And... If you can't come, then there's notes afterwards. We may move to recording them, so they're readily accessible for our members, but we'll see. Um, the radio is one thing. Being yeah. on 
recorded is uh, with my face is another um <laughs> we shall see but those networks and also what we're loving is people our members are saying to us we really could do with a network for mm-hmm. men mm. um and the disabled support group came about because people asked and they're coming regularly Great. so that's another part of the job which is just wonderful and we're happy to offer it fantastic you know we could we speak for, for hours about all the work that all these organizations charities individuals are doing um with can and all the work of said cat um as well but we don't have a number of hours uh, we've only got limited time today but i um i want to say thank you so much to uh, to, to you to you hannah um for coming in and to yourself natasha and all the volunteer drivers all the volunteers and all the organizations are making real difference to people um here in the community of bc um p just reiterate one more time for us natasha then um how people can get in contact whether it's about membership or whether it's about being a volunteer driver uh so give us a call 01202 534 027 or head over to our, our website sedcat.org.uk uh, because we are so closely connected with with uh, other charities in, in in the in the community um you know, or go to your GP practice and um, speak to your social prescriber. This is Hope FM.